Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Remember, if you follow us, that we reported a story on November 11th of this year. A guy named Manuel Pagan arrested in New York City with 22,000 fentanyl pills. 22,000 fentanyl pills. Now, what does that mean? The dope pushers buy these pills, and Manuel is actually transporting them to the dope pushers, the people on the street. They, they're capsules. So they knock it down, the capsule, and they take the fentanyl inside and they sprinkle it onto heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine, whatever it may be, to make the drug more potent. Okay, and fentanyl can stop your heart, can kill you. Everybody knows that. So we have hundreds of thousands of dead Americans every year because of this fentanyl. All right, and it's manufactured primarily the ingredients in it. It's man-made, all right, in China, sent to Mexico to the cartels. They smuggle it across because of President Biden's open border policy. It's easy. So uh, Pagan gets 22,000 capsules, and he brings them into New York City, and he's going to sell them. But that's not what he's charged with, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Because of the insane criminal justice system we have here in New York City, 
and New York State. Manuel Pagan was charged with possession, not possession with intent to sell, which is obviously what he was doing, okay, but just simple possession. Like you'd have two capsules in your pocket. So he was released without bail. Shocking. Shocking, irresponsible, whatever adjective you want to put on it. It was sickening, particularly if you have family members who are dead from drugs or you know people who have died from drugs. Now, this is what I said. Go. Sign of the Times, New York City. Dope dealer. Manuel Pagan, 49 years old, Washington Heights, that's Upper West Side, way up in Manhattan. Cops arrest him, 20,000 fentanyl pills. 20,000 for Manuel. Released on his own recognizance. No bail. Charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance. Possession? Possession? 20,000 pills? Think Manuel is going to use 20,000 fentanyl pills? It should be possession with intent to sell. That get Manuel 10 years in the state penitentiary. No. Nope. Now, Manuel will never be seen again. He's due back in court December 15. He's gone. He'd never come back. Well, today is December 15th, but he came back and I was wrong. But there's a reason I was wrong. Okay. Not an excuse reason. But a valid reason I was wrong. So he did answer his hearing today with his court-appointed attorney, which means you don't pay any money, a woman named Molly Kalmus. Okay? They did not enter a plea. The district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is soft on crime as any uh, law enforcement officer in the country. This guy doesn't want to put anybody away. His office says that Pagan is going to remain on the street, no bail, and that they're going to have discussions about a possible resolution of his case. Again, he didn't enter a plea. So what does this mean? It means that Bragg, the DA, made a deal with this Pagan, that he's going to say who gave him the 20,000 fentanyl pills. You know, this is how it works. But you don't have to do it this way. All right. You can charge him with possession and he's facing 10 to 20. That's when you make your deal. But the guy came back with assurances from the DA through his court appointed attorney that A, he'll be able to walk right out, which he did. Okay. And B, that there'll be a quote unquote resolution. So we're going to follow this to the end. But the odds of Manuel Pagan getting jail time are zero. He'll flip. Now, the only danger of Manuel is that the people who sold him the fentanyl might clip him. So Manuel better watch his butt because that's what this is all about. There's a deal in the making here. But again, they don't have to go about it this way. So why am I reporting this story? Well, number one, it's outrageous, okay? And number two, it shows you that many law enforcement people, not the police per se, but above the prosecutors, the governors, the mayors, they don't care whether your kid dies of fentanyl. 
Fentanyl isn't a high priority for them. Biden doesn't care. And I mean that literally does not care. Yeah, give lip service to it because they have to. But if they really cared about people dying from drug ODs, they get tough on the drug pushers. But drug pushers from Seattle to Key West, they know even if they're caught selling the worst drugs in the world, fentanyl, heroin, methamphetamine, cocaine, not much is going to happen to them anymore. They're going to walk. They'll bust it down a simple possession, whatever it may be. So what is this? What is this? I mean, what is this? And you always come back to the fact that most of the drug dealers in this country are minorities. That's what this is all about. And the Alvin Braggs of the world, put his picture up there again, please. Um, He doesn't want to put people of color in prison. He just doesn't want to do it. Wants to decarcerate this guy. Now, in Philadelphia, it's so bad that they're impeaching the DA there, Larry Krasner. And my sources in Pennsylvania tell me Krasner would probably get convicted and booted out, just like the guy in San Francisco. But Bragg in New York is safe. But it just it just drives me crazy to hear all this lip service about Oh, yeah, we have to get them help, and we have to do this, and we have to do that. They don't care. They don't care. And it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. The President of the United States could not care less about people dying from drug overdoses. He could not care less about six million foreign nationals pouring in here unsupervised. He just doesn't care. It's so shocking. Usually in the past, they faked it, all right? They faked it. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. They don't bother doing that anymore, these progressives. Eh, you know, we don't want to put uh, minority people in prison because the system's biased against them, on and on and on and on. That's a memo. Government remains America's top problem. This is interesting. Gallup poll, 1,000 adults. Democrat 36, Republican 32, Independent 40. Okay, pretty fair poll. Question, in general, are you satisfied or dissatisfied the way things are going in the USA? Satisfied 22%. Dissatisfied 76%. Well, where were you on the midterm elections? Okay, we went over that two-tribe thing. And if you missed that last night on the No Spin News, please go to BillOReilly.com. If you're a premium member, you can access No Spin News Anytime you want, but I explained what happened, and it took me a month to figure it out with the midterm elections. All right, second question, non-economic problems facing the USA. Government poor leadership, 15%. Government's a problem. Immigration, 8. Unifying country, 6. Abortion, 5. Crime violence, 5. Poverty, hunger, homelessness, 4. Uh, election reform, 4. Uh, judicial system, 4. Okay, so by far and away, people are saying we got bad government, bad federal government. Okay, let's get into the culture now. Um, So I'm going to be on News Nation tonight, Wednesday, about 8.15 with Chris Cuomo. And Cuomo wants to talk about um, the definition of a man and a woman. Now, I'm up for it. I'm ready to go on it. Uh, I think I'm 
fairly well versed on the definition of a man and a woman. Now, the reason that uh, News Nation and Cuomo want to speak about this is that the Cambridge Dictionary has redefined the words man and woman. This is more tedious, woke stuff. Okay, this is what this is. So the Cambridge Dictionary still includes the original definition, which is that a man is uh, a male um, and that's his gender. But now uh, the Cambridge Dictionary is going to say a man is an adult who lives and identifies as a male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. (laughs) Okay. So that means that maybe they were born a female, but now they're a male. That's what the, this what this is all about. Okay. Do I am I offended? No. I don't need the Cambridge Dictionary. I'm perspicacious enough not to need it. Okay. Now there's another one. This is uh, Dictionary.com announces woman as the word of the year. Okay. So this is their explanation. Woman is one of the oldest words in the English language, one that's fundamental not to just our vocabulary, but to who we are as humans. And yet it's a word that continues to be a source of intense personal importance and societal debate. It is a word that is inseparable from the story of 2022, unquote. This is just gibberish. That should be the word of the year. Gibberish. Okay? And then Kamala Harris could explain because uh, she is the purveyor of gibberish, Kamala Harris. So anyway, uh, this is Dictionary.com. Now, I don't know what's so confusing about the word woman. It is a gender. There are two genders, male and female. That's biology. Now, if you want to add in lifestyle and medical decisions, fine. I don't care. But they're not biological decisions. They're lifestyle or medical decisions to alter your gender. But you're either born a male or a female. That's it. So I'm going to have to explain this to Chris Cuomo tonight, 815 Eastern on News Nation. I don't know whether he will understand, but I will speak slowly. Okay. TV news. Um, it's over. It's gone. It's never coming back. So Walter Cronkite, wherever you are, Huntley Brinkley, Peter Jennings, I'm sorry. I worked it. I worked for Jennings, okay? And I had a great time and learned a lot doing it. I worked for rather not such a great time. Um, But anyway, listen to these numbers. This is unbelievable. So this is the week of December 5th, nightly news. All right, ABC had eight and a half million viewers. NBC had seven million viewers and CBS had five million. Okay, so total 20 million viewers watched the three nightly newscasts. There are 125 million homes with television in the United States of America. Okay, so this these are paltry. And and they've been going down now for 10 years. It's like this. Boom. Cable's worse. CNN, as you know, almost off the air. 
MSNBC, uh, I think their primetime average is about a million. Again, out of 125 million homes having TV. And the 25 to 54s, gone. And Fox News, 25 54s, gone. Gone. Average age of the Fox News watcher now is about 78 years old. Staggering. So all of those people who used to watch network news and cable news are now other places. A lot of them are here watching the No Spin News, the independent news agency that I have. But it's not coming back. So it's like the dinosaurs, you know? It's amazing. Now, you may remember the name Michelle Bachman, okay? She, a former congressman from Minnesota, all right, served from 07 to 2015. She was on the O'Reilly Factor often. Um, And now... She is the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University in Minnesota. And I, I want to check in with her because, I have, Michelle, I haven't talked to you in so long. Uh, how are you? And uh, nice to see you. Well, thank you, Bill. It is great to see you again, too. I've enjoyed all the interactions that we've had together over the years, and I'm really enjoying being dean it's an opportunity to be able to give back into the next generation to teach them about government, how our government works, but also really what is the essence of America? What does our Constitution say? What does our Declaration of Independence say? What rights are guaranteed to us in the Bill of Rights? So it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to pour into the next generation because as you and your viewers know, there are a lot of people in this current generation who have no clue essential aspects of American history, much less learning about our founding. So it's it's tremendously rewarding to be able to teach the next generation. Yeah, you got, we got to straighten these urchins out. Now, you have a particular <laughs> interest in uh, foreign, uh, let's make everybody the same, the Obama uh, philosophy of, you know, one world globalism, correct? Do you still yeah. have that interest? I do. Bill, I used to sit on the Intelligence Committee in the United States Congress. We dealt with the classified secrets of America, particularly with the issue of terrorism. Now it's on the high horizon. If people remember the results of the midterms and the midterm week, that was actually a big globalism week. That was the week that the Climate Change Conference met at Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. And it was really quite tremendous. For 30 years, all of these countries have been on the United States for us to make reparations payments to them. In other words, a grand global redistribution of wealth. Well, they finally got it through this year. So now the Biden administration is on board with the viewers that are watching you today. Now our tax money will go and be thrown all over the world in reparations payments because we've been a successful nation. That's one thing that happened. But the other thing that happened that's very concerning is with the B20 and the G20 nations, the 20 largest nations with the largest GDP in the world, They made a decision that now all countries of the world will be gathering in Geneva, Switzerland this year, and we're supposed to be giving up our national sovereign decision-making over healthcare decisions, like during a pandemic, to the World Health Organization, which is really under the thumb of communist China. This is incredibly important, Bill, because if our pandemic decisions 
have to come at the behest of the World Health Organization. We have no one to appeal to. We can't appeal to a congressman. We can't appeal to a senator. Yeah, we I don't can't think that's going to gonna happen. Because in order for that to happen, Congress would have to affirm that treaty. And the way it is now with Republicans controlling the House, they're never in a million years going to do it. But the first thing that you mentioned is interesting. So what they decided to do in Sharm el-Sheikh was to give an enormous amount of money from the developed nations to the undeveloped nations to combat global warming, which, of course, I know that um, Mali is, is going to immediately start to do that. <laughs> you know, it's all going to be stolen. Everybody knows it is. And, and why? I don't even know why. But anyway, I appreciate you bringing both of those things to our attention. The other thing my staff told me, and I'm glad you're on today, is that you are following this Meghan and Harry thing. So Net <laughs> Netflix paid these to $100 million. That's the rumor. I don't know if it's true. And they've got this documentary that's doing very well. A lot of people are watching. I couldn't care less about Meghan and Harry. Okay? To me, uh, they sound like people living down the street whose dog barks too loud. That's Meghan and Harry. Shut that dog up. Now, you find something interesting about this. What is it? Well, I think the interesting thing is, is they're very emblematic of the current thinking in America right now, which is an entitlement mentality, that the world should be the way I want it to be, that everybody should have to act the way that I want them to act. It is an unbelievable way of thinking. When you were young, when I was young, we were expected to accommodate ourselves a little bit to the world. We were we had a standard of, of behavior that we had to come to. These people think they can snap their finger and the royal family is supposed to do their bidding or people around them are supposed to do their bidding. The weird thing, Bill, is that this isn't just Harry and Meghan's way of thinking. I don't know if it's generational. I don't know. But this is what we're seeing is that this really is the new ideology that people are, are taking in and living by. And society can't work that way. <laughs> you, it, it can't work that way when everybody wants to be the boss. But unfortunately, it really is emblematic of that current, I don't want to say generation because the whole generation isn't like that, but it's becoming way too common. And I think that's what was so interesting about this documentary because it gave, you, gave away the thinking of people who actually think that way, who yeah. are entitled, who think that the you know the universe open, owes them a living. My parents always told me, nobody owes you a living. Well, there's a whole new group of people who actually think they are owed a living, and Harry and Meghan seem to be among them. Yeah, that's very true. I talked about it last night with the second tribe, uh, people who say, look, I don't want to compete or I can't compete in our society, in our capitalistic society, so give me stuff. But there's an outside chance. And again, I have no interest in these two. I don't care about the royal family. <laughs> I'm Irish. They seized my ancestors' farm, threw them off, London did. Um, uh, you know, we booted them out of here in the Revolutionary War at great sacrifice. I'm glad they're gone. Um, but there is an outside chance that Meghan and Harry basically sat down and said, look, we're never going to be king and queen. That's not happening here. So our lives are going to be running around doing little ceremonial stuff, raising money for charity, and it's boring and we don't want to do it. So let's go to America and make a pile of dough. 
Okay, and the easiest way to do that is to badmouth the royal family, and then everybody will come and give us money to go on Netflix, and we'll badmouth everybody, and we'll be fabulously wealthy, which they already were, but now they're in Santa Barbara, wherever, wherever they are. They're running around. They may be just conning everybody, Michelle. You know, that could well, be they, happening here. Well, I, I think they are conning everybody, but I think at this point, they're so pathetic. That's that's <laughs> the thing that is shocking. You would think that the big boys at Netflix would be smarter, that they could no, see through this. No, they just this, want people but to they watch. They don't, they don't, <laughs> but no, I know, but is, it's the highest so rated Netflix has, thing. It's the highest it's thing rated, they have. It's rated... It's rated number two today, but the the people that watch it, I mean, they, they're disgusted with this Meghan and Harry. It's got a rating of 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, like, you can't go lower than that. And so I think they're really one-hit wonders at this point. Maybe. And I think whining isn't going to get them any, any further. And I think for people who decide that whining is your cottage industry, you got a pretty short shelf life. It's not going to last. And I think, again, you're all about common sense. You've always been about common sense. And I think, especially for this younger generation, there's some tried and, tr tried and true principles and common sense wisdom. Take that. Don't go this route of whining. Don't go the route of thinking you're entitled. It's going to be a dead-end stop every time. Especially if you're not a royal and you're not going to get $100 million, you're just going to get scorned. <laughs> hey, Michelle, it's so good to see you. Uh, I'm glad you're doing well at Regent University, uh, trying to straighten the urchins there out. I want you to have a very Merry Christmas, and let's talk again soon, okay? okay? We'll do it, Bill. Thanks again. Merry okay. Christmas. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.
Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, so uh, the media, the corrupt corporate media, this is NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN. Um, And some people think that Fox News is corrupt. I mean, you know, there's not uniformity anymore about FNC. It's divided. But anyway, the corrupt media that just doesn't cover stories that will make Biden look bad, starting to crack a little bit. So there's a guy named Jose Diaz-Balart. I've known him for a long time. He's on MSNBC, which is progressive heaven. And here's what he said about the border. Go. What what a just tragic humanitarian crisis. We just heard some of the horror stories that people face just when they get to Mexico and trying to get to the U.S. They're being kidnapped, starved, raped, extorted. That's just in Mexico. I'm just wondering, where is the urgency here? Where is the outrage that, that men, women, and children are going through hell? And it seems as though, unless there's some political aspect to this, there's no outrage. There, there's no focus. Jose, listen to me, your pal, okay? As I said, the president of the United States doesn't care about those people, all right, at all. Now, Trump, who you don't like, he had the immigration, illegal immigration thing, at least manageable. The stat, again, is about 750,000 encounters with migrants and Border Patrol in Trump's last year because he had to remain in Mexico policy. Biden comes in, first day, knocks remain in Mexico out. Now we have six million encounters in less than two years. And Biden wouldn't even go to the border, as we heard last week when he was in Arizona. He didn't, I'm not calling. I don't care. Because he doesn't care. So it's hard for people, particularly liberal Democrats, to wrap their head around the fact and it is a fact, that their liberal president doesn't care whether these people live or die. He's not going to do anything. Now, why is he going to do anything? Because the progressives want to flood America with foreign nationals. And we went over this in the two tribes. Now, on Sunday, I will have that two tribe uh, analysis more fleshed out. Sunday noon, my column. You'll be able to have the column, download it, look at it. And it will explain everything about why this is happening. So the state of Arizona put up crates as a barrier for people illegally crossing the border from Mexico to Arizona. They put up big, big crates, okay? Um, And uh, the Biden administration is suing the state to get those crates taken away. And Ducey, Doug Ducey, the governor of Arizona, is doing it. He's folding. I wouldn't. So Ducey says that uh, he's going to stop putting up the barriers and he's going to remove the containers in the San Rafael Valley. Okay. So he's folding because the Biden administration is suing the state of Arizona. I put up more. Awful. Um, 
Let's go to uh, the culture. So, as some of you know, I do a weekly spot with News Nation, which is a cable news outfit trying to make a name for itself. And I'm on the Chris Cuomo show. So yesterday we reported that the Cambridge Dictionary has expanded the meaning of the word man and woman. It's all a bunch of uh, malarkey, as Joe Biden might say, but it's woke stuff. Okay, so it's not enough to say man, a person born a male. That's a man or female. A person born a female, biological male, biological female. So when you're born, the authorities fill out a birth certificate. We all have them, male, female. There's not like eight other categories. Now, as you get to be an adult, if you want to change, you're entitled to do that. It's America. You want to be a girl, you can be a girl. Okay? I don't care. Matter to me. But anyway, the Cambridge Dictionary has changed the definition of man and woman. This was uh, a topic last night on the Chris Cuomo show. Roll it. In theology, there's a lot of intolerance for things that are deemed immoral by certain religions. Come on, this isn't a free fire Unitarian zone here. You've got to expand it. What should happen is the totality of the issue. Some people are going to want to change their gender. They should not be scorned or mocked or anything else. Right. They have a right. We're good on that part. Once the they're next 18 part. years old to Articulate do Articulate the next part because that's okay. where we're rubbing. Go ahead. The next part is that there isn't anything wrong with that in right. a civil society, but in certain religions, that is not looked upon as a positive. Okay. You give both sides so people can make up their mind. Well, you can give both sides, you but know, you say you can't make kids uh, believe it's okay. That's not what we're saying. We're saying it is okay. I didn't say that. I well, didn't say, you're saying look, don't indoctrinate the children kids can't whose grasp faith. The issue. You said don't indoctrinate kids whose faith say that this is wrong. That's what you said. Correct. Okay, and Don't I'm indoctrinate them. It's a secular society. You do the same way that you say that the world is round, not flat. Not in my religion, it isn't. That's your problem. Listen, that's not our it's problem. It's the same, th- Cuomo. Listen to me, and I'm going to drum some common sense into you. It would be the same thing if a public school teacher in second grade came in and told the uh, tykes that abortion was great and reproductive rights was great. It's excellent. And if you get pregnant and you're a girl, you should have an abortion. That's different. That's indoctrination. That, no, that is not. That is indoctrination. And, and, I'm and, not talking and about religious that. Religious people, religious people consider abortion a grave sin. I'm, I'm with you. You I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying to do that. It's not a good analog to what I was talking about, which is these people exist. They have a right to exist that way. And if you don't like it in your faith, that's fine. But don't you act that out in a secular society in a way that disadvantages those I people. I agree 100%. That's not indoctrination. You, but and I that's where the bullying comes in. Absolutely. That's where and you're the dead bullying right about comes that. in. As, as a debater and as a former teacher, you know and you're right. Okay, so it was a spirited debate. Um, and I'm glad I had that forum because millions of people remember All of that goes out on social media all over the world. And uh, it's interesting because that 
segment that I do, they don't have debates like that anymore on cable. I, I made the factor, uh, the biggest cable success of all time, debating. Almost every segment was a debate. So I'd say to my staff, find the smartest person who disagrees with me, bring them on in. Okay, and we'll kick it around, and then the audience can see it's a stronger argument. And so, but that's gone now. It's like, here's my opinion if I'm the anchor or the uh, host of a program, and now we're going to bring in somebody who agrees with me 100%. <laughs> because it's easy to do. That's simple. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay? In order to debate, you got to be prepared. you got to have a strong argument. Now, uh, Cuomo is a liberal. He's never going to change, and it doesn't really matter to me what he is. All right. What I want to get out is the common sense view that these woke people are tedious. It's ridiculous. They're trying to ram their lifestyle down the throats of traditional people's lives. And that's wrong. And you shouldn't be discussing this stuff with six and seven and eight year olds anyway, because they don't understand it. And it's outrageous what they tried to do in Florida. Now it's against the law thanks to DeSantis, and that's his strong suit for running the president. Um, they basically say, well, we're going to come in and we're going to tell you that, uh, hey, this is an option for you. If you're eight and you don't like to, and, and your name is Larry, but you want to be Belinda, just wait till you're 18. And you, no, no, those are private matters. Those are private matters. You don't have a chart saying, okay, here's how you can become a girl if you're a guy. That's ridiculous. That's, it's now against the law in Florida, and it should be against the law everywhere. That's indoctrination, like I said, with the abortion thing. What's the difference between a, a teacher, a second-grade teacher, coming in and saying, hey, abortion's great. I love abortion. I had five of them. And if you get pregnant, you young girls, when you're a teenager, you go have an abortion. That's, that's outrageous. That's a public school. What about all the, the religious kids and the traditional kids? You can't do that. And he says it's not a valid comparison. It absolutely is. Because if the, if the same teacher walks in and says, hey, you don't like being Sally and uh, you want to be Harry, just wait a few years and here's the chart. Here's what you can do. And right on. No. That's a parental responsibility. It's a personal decision. Public schools shouldn't be involved with that at all, at all. But my main point and I'm, that I made last night was forget about the woke stuff. It's just tedious and tiresome and ridiculous. If, if I'm in the presence of somebody who's woke, I'm out of there. I, I don't bother because it's just boring. OK, however, the bullying and I saw it firsthand when I was a teacher, the school boards have got it. You've got to crack down at it. If somebody is a serial bullier, they're expelled. They're expelled. And you can see it now on the Internet. These kids have the texts and the uh, emails. And, I mean, you can't, you can't tolerate it, school boards. It's not a federal issue. It's a local issue. I, I wish, I mean, way back when I was teaching, you didn't have any of this stuff. But, boy, I was ferocious. Those bullies, they feared me. I get them. I, wouldn't, I couldn't hit them or anything like that, but boy, I gave them a hard time. Because I, I, you know, and it's not just LGBT kids getting bullied. It's black kids. It's chubby kids. It's kids with bad complexions. It's across the board. 
And it's worse now than it was when I was teaching. A thousand times worse because of this Internet stuff. That's where the liberal people should be concentrating their efforts. But no, they want indoctrination brainwash. That's what they want. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Putin, he's not showing up for his year-end news conference. First time in 10 years. Not showing up. Smart Life, Mark Cuban. You know who Mark Cuban is? Throw his picture up there on the radio. He is the, uh, I guess he's a billionaire. Uh, He owns the Dallas Mavericks and a whole bunch of other stuff in Texas. He's starting the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company. This is the Smart Life tip. Now, Mr. Cuban, to his credit, wants to bring down the cost of drugs, prescription drugs, making medicine more affordable. Right on. Right on. Okay? But he hasn't done it yet. All right? So the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company, it's already started. It's not covered by enough insurance yet. But we're watching it. And we think that Mark Cuban's doing a good thing by bringing the cost of medicine down. And I think he will succeed as more and more insurance companies come on board. Okay, North Carolina, student of the week in Pender County is Harry Lee. Harry Lee, fourth grade at the Top Sale Annandale Elementary School, Campstead, North Carolina. His favorite quote, lead, follow, or get out of the way. George Patton, favorite book, Killing Patton, way to go, Harry. His goals, he wants to go to Annapolis and become a U.S. Naval commander. Right on, Harry. You know, fourth grader reading Killing Patton? Impressive. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for the final thought of the day, and we just gave you a gratuity smart life uh, segment. Now, charitable giving on BillOReilly.com. I have listed uh, some of the charities that we give to. They've all been vetted. Uh, I am very, very militant about that. I'm not giving money to people who are going to waste it. All right. I talk to the people. We know what they're doing with the money. So if you're looking for charities, but let me give you a tip Um, in your town and your county. There are usually a big brothers and sisters organization. I was a big brother when I uh, worked in Denver and I had three uh, kids and uh, 
it was one of the best things that I have ever done, and I think the kids themselves would agree, because I've stayed in touch with them over the years and mentored them. Um, so the Big Brothers Big Sisters, that's a local charity that you might want to support. The other thing is the food kitchens. Um, they have them everywhere. Now, there are people, and they're not drug addicts or, or ne'er-do-wells or whatever, that are really poor. And they're confused, and they don't have the skills to really make it in America, and they're hungry. And so those things you can find, and you can actually walk in and give them a check or whatever, and you can check it out yourself to see if they're being run properly. And, you know, I am uh, a guy who respects every religion, even Islam when it's sincere. You know, not when I try to kill people, but, you know. And the basis of Christmas is Christianity. And it's quite clear that we Christians have an obligation to help people who need help. And so around Christmas time, this is, it's, I have to do it. I have to do it. Now tomorrow, I'm going to, we have a special edition. I'll be here and, and I'll be here in, in the setting and we'll have a, a news and all of that. But I'm going to take some time out to do two things. Uh, the movie that I'm most proud of that I executive produced is Killing Jesus. I mean, Killing Kennedy was really good, and so was Killing Lincoln and Killing Reagan. They were all good. But Killing Jesus is a cut above. And I'm going to run a two-minute clip that directly pertains to the history of the birth of Jesus. Um, Kelsey Grammer is, uh, plays Herod in the clip. I'm going to run that. And then I'm going to, and I've done this once before, I'm going to go over the history that Martin Dugard and I found in Killing Jesus, the book, which was a massive worldwide bestseller. It doesn't have any religion in it, by the way. I don't use the word Christ once in Killing Jesus because Christ is Redeemer, and it connotes a belief. We didn't do that. What we did was methodically find out Okay, what Jesus, the boy and the man, actually experienced on this planet. It's fascinating to me. I mean, even if I were a pagan, I mean, Jesus of Nazareth, the Nazarene, is the most famous human being who has ever lived. How did that happen? How did that happen? Think about it. Think about it. Of all the people who ever lived, he's the most famous and has the most followers today in 2022. How did that happen? Tomorrow, I'm going to tell you, right here on the No Spin News. It's not going to be a sermon. It's going to be historically based. I find it fascinating. You may find it boring. If you do, you don't have to watch or listen. I think it is Christmas week. This is a good deal. All right. So thank you very much for watching and listening on our on more than 100 radio stations across the country. And we will see you tomorrow.
Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.